Hello and welcome to another beautiful Sunday morning, another beautiful episode of A Journey with Quentin Munyake. I was thinking the other day how we have all moved into a position in our lives whereby we've set our standards so high. But you and you know this this was just a passing thought, right? This was just a passing thought, but I thought to myself that let me dive deeper into this because it's something that it's it's curious it makes me curious it makes me curious and this is a lot that you see this a lot in the dating realm as well um so we set our standards so high that we tell ourselves that we call it self-respect and i don't know i think maybe there's a difference between you know self-respect and the standards that you set for yourself but also just being judgmental and wanting too much, right? So, for example, let's say, for example, I don't have a car. I don't have a car, and I'm expecting the person that I'm dating to have a car. I don't, I, I mean, I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. And that's why, like, I want to bring it up today, before before today's episode, Um before today's topic, I thought that I should just bring it up just to get us thinking about that. And um, of course, if it's something that needs to be discussed fully in an episode, that's fine. We can do that. But the way I think is, I think to myself that if I'm at a certain position in my career, or if I am at a certain position mentally or physically, right? I feel like it's so difficult for me to expect someone else to be at a higher level if i'm not at that level yet if i'm if i want to date someone who goes to gym surely i should be going to gym i hope i'm making sense if if i if i want to date someone who if i want to date someone who has a car surely i should even if i don't have a car but surely i should be working towards owning a car but like, I don't mean, I don't, and I don't mean, because you know, you get people that always say, yeah, I'm, I'm working towards it. I'm working towards it. But they're really not. They're just saying that because they don't want to lose the person that they are pursuing. But like, I mean, genuinely, like actively working towards owning a car. Or you want someone who lives alone, but you don't live alone. You know, it's, 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 it's some, it was just a passing thought. It was just a passing thought, but it really got me thinking because now in the dating game and today's episode has nothing to do with dating, right? But because I was thinking about it, I just thought that, no, I have to, I have to get this off my chest. I really have to get this off my chest because we've moved into a position whereby we have males and females who want so much from the opposite sex or from the same sex but they fail to accomplish those goals for themselves and they expect it from others. I don't own a car. I'm not working towards owning a car, but I'm expecting the person who I'm dating to have a car. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. You know, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I think we, I think we've gotten to a point whereby like now 
we call it we call it self-respect and we call it like setting standards for ourselves because we love ourselves i think it's just an excuse for us to be demanding you know so i don't know it's something it's something that got me thinking and uh you know if you <laughs> let's okay let, let me put it this way right in the dating game in the dating game i feel as if it's in very it's very important for two people to communicate right 100% so i don't know like i i've gotten to the point in my life whereby like i just want nothing but stability man i just want nothing but stability in my life and yeah i don't know like i don't know man i'm just getting old man i say that in every single episode like it's so sad it's so sad like maybe i'm just getting old man like i'm just really after stability like i don't want to be playing games anymore to be honest so like i'm i'm just very happy alone man <laughs> i'm just very happy alone like it's and like i'm not ex- i'm not expecting any pity i'm not expecting pity i don't want pity uh i'm just conveying this message to you guys my favorite listeners out there because like i don't have a lot of people that i can talk to uh i don't have a lot of people that i can speak to like on the regular so yeah, i just i just come here this is a this is a free platform for for not just me but for everyone to express their their emotions and their feelings and i mean it's an open platform so whatever you're feeling whatever we're going through that's the whole point of this podcast i want this podcast to be genuine i want this podcast to be authentic so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna wear my heart to my sleeve um and yeah, i'm just gonna put it out there and say that you know what right now i think i'm i'm so at peace i just want to be alone right now like i'm just really happy being alone um you know love is you know there's ups and downs but like yeah i mean some the standards some standards are just so unrealistic and like you were never self-conscious before you met someone and then all of a sudden you meet someone and then they bring the self-consciousness out and yeah it's just an uncomfortable place to be to be honest so yeah i mean that's i think that's the whole that's the whole game when it comes to the whole dilemma when it comes to you know finding love or being in a relationship whether it's been a month or it's been 12 years i think when even when you when you've been in a relationship for 12 years with someone i think because we're all human beings there's always something new to find out about your person like if you are really in love with your person like you're so intrigued there's always something new that you're going to find out about your person because truth be told your person is a human being and they are ever changing and ever evolving every single day so whatever they learning something new obviously you are going to learn about them as well so i think i find that such a beautiful thing yeah but um right now i'm like i'm just really happy man because like it was a pass it was just a passing thought it was just a passing thought and i just thought to myself that wow okay maybe i'm just built differently like maybe i'm just built to just be in a relationship with my dogs <laughs> and and like right now i'm i'm a-okay man i'm a okay it's it's myself it's my two puppies against the world global domination and i hear that there are asteroids 
that are about to hit Earth sooner than expected, according to NASA and according to scientists. So, like, <laughs> hey, whatever happens in the next few years, I feel like it's just going to be like a phenomenon. It's going to be a phenomenon. Whatever happens, like love, relationship, career-wise, Earth, the planet, global warming, asteroids, um, a new a new spider species being um <laughs> being found like there's just so much that's going to happen in these few, few years so like i just want to be at a level of peace with myself so like if shit does hit the fan and asteroids end up hitting Saturn, and look <laughs> i'm not gonna panic i'm not gonna panic but um yeah i don't know sometimes i just i i my thoughts i talk out loud and i I think out loud as well so whatever passing thoughts i get obviously i'm going to share with you guys so that was just something that i wanted you guys to think about you know are we setting our standards a bit too high um do we have are we are we still calling it self-love and self-respect and morals even though you you expect something from someone else and you expect something of someone else whereas you can't provide it yourself what what do we call that um yeah maybe maybe i should actually talk about that in the in the next episode maybe maybe i don't know but we'll see but we'll see but moving right along gotta keep it going keep it flowing like the water today's episode i want us to talk about preparing for disappointment before i get there let me just extend a big 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 thank you to my fans to my to my fans i don't know i don't think i'm at the level whereby i can i can call you guys fans yet let let me sit down and be humble i want to extend a big thank you to all of my listeners to my loyal listeners who tune in every damn week to listen to my voice so grateful i'm so appreciative i really can't thank you guys enough the global domination like i feel like i need to start a hashtag global domination global domination starts today global domination starts today sunday the 26th of march we are taking over the world we are putting johannesburg we are putting south africa on the map uh huge shout out to amazon for inviting me to join their their platform highly appreciated um but today preparing for disappointment um there are times there are times in our lives where we anticipate big news and we're almost always concerned that things want to go our way things like varsity applications and job applications or interviews so you know when i was going through when i was going through this whole transition period and this whole transition process of you know marketing my podcast to different platforms and just putting in the hard hours and grinding making sure that the podcast gets noticed this is and mind you from the very beginning this is something that i created for 
change. I wanted, I wanted to change the way that we think about ourselves. I wanted to change the way we think about others. So this platform was genuinely just a venting platform. A platform for me to just vent, to get the conversation going. Like I always say, <laughs> I talk to myself. So it's better for me to talk to myself through a microphone. And I think it's it's getting us pretty far. It's getting us pretty far. So you know, it's, when I was when I received when I received, and I consider it big news. Like it's the biggest. It's the biggest news I could ever receive. When I when I received an invitation from Amazon, um, inviting me to join the platform. That was and it's the thing is I I didn't apply for it like i didn't even know i didn't even know that i could apply for it or i didn't even know that i could be part of the platform um i woke up i woke up first thing first thing that i do every morning is i check my emails um for shit like this (laughs) you know you know you know you get like you get to a point in your life whereby you start substituting Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and then now you're checking your SMSs and you're checking your emails and you're checking like the load shedding application and for those of you who are listening abroad right so load shedding is something that happens in South Africa right whereby it's a total blackout for two to four hours in a day um, due to the high volume or the high capacity of electricity usage. So that is what we call load shedding in South Africa. So we just call it, yeah, we just call it load shedding or we call it power cut. So for those who are listening internationally and abroad, that's what we have. So we have, we, <laughs> we've now got that system in place where you'll be sitting in utter darkness. And like sometimes load shedding will happen like two to three times a day, depending on the severity um, of, of load shedding. So like you'll be sitting in complete darkness and you're doing nothing. You can't do anything. So, you know, just to, <laughs> I'm just, I just want to bring the international listeners into like what's happening in SA <laughs> in the SA borders but yeah anyways um so I didn't even know like I had no idea that I could even be part of Amazon so I wake up in the morning first thing I do is I check my email and then I see that I got an email from Amazon saying we've noticed your podcast and we would like to extend an invitation to you to join the platform right okay so like I And this is big news. This is huge news. This is huge news. So, like, and I don't know if I'm the only one that does this, but, like, you know, you read big news or, like, important news and it's successful news and, like, you have to reread it or, like, you close your laptop or you close the app, you put the phone down, you close your eyes and then, like, because it's almost like you're having an out-of-body experience or it's almost like you're dreaming and that's exactly what I was going through. So anyways, yeah, I, I read the email and they say that they're extending the invitation. Uh, 100% yes. So I did all the necessary things that I needed to do. And then, yeah, now I'm part of the Amazon team. Thankfully. 
happily, gladly, gratefully. So the reason why I wanted to talk about preparing for disappointment is because sometimes things in life don't go our way. And I want to talk about how to overcome it and how to deal with it. Because unfortunately, these are often the times where sleep suffers. You spend most of the early morning hours with very deep and dark thoughts about what the future might bring. When things don't go our way, you end up worrying so much that you just lose sleep. You lose sleep over it. I've been there. I've been there. And it's a tough situation to be in because you don't even, you don't just lose sleep, but you lose focus on daily life tasks. You start to lose focus on your, the attention that you're meant to be giving to your partner, the attention you're meant to be giving to yourself, the focus that you're meant to be, the level of focus that you're meant to be at, at work. You start to lose out on things like that because you are worrying so much. You're being, you're put under pressure. You're put under pressure. Personally, I have never known the best way to make it through these waiting periods. Even though they often feel agonizing and painful. But I guess we can, we can sort of try and piece the puzzle together from personal experiences, right? From my personal experience, we can kind of try and piece the puzzle together. So I asked myself, how can a person genuinely prepare themselves for what might possibly be a big life-changing disappointment? So I got to thinking, you got to start asking yourself, does worrying help? And please forgive me because I know like in maybe in my delivery, the things I'm saying, it sounds like pretty nonchalant. I know all of the stuff and everything that I'm saying is probably going to sound easier said than done. However, coming from a personal point of view, I promise you, you can get through it. And just because, and it's also very important for us to remember, like just because we got through one tough phase, it doesn't mean that there aren't going to be others. That's like another thing that I've made peace with. I've made peace with the fact that I know I'll have my very, very good days and I'll have my bad days. But just because I've overcome the bad day and now I'm having a good day, it doesn't mean I won't have any more bad days. It's just something that you need to make peace with. So... Now you need to start asking yourself, does worrying help? I don't know. Sometimes worrying does help because it can actually spur you on to become a better prepared person. If you want to succeed and you worry you might fail, the gap between those realities create motivation to take action. For example, if you're worried about losing your job, let's say, because of a sudden economic decline, you end up actively getting your finances in order or you'll reach out to friends, family or former colleagues who might know of any job leads. You know, there was a time, there was a time whereby I had, I was, I was young and I was stupid and I was very naive 
right? I was very, I was very naive. But I had left my very, very solid job for a job whereby I thought, I thought it was my passion at the time. I thought it was my passion at the time. Uh, but then I realized that, okay, well, maybe this is not as solid as my previous job. And this is not as solid as what I expected it to be. So in the midst, right? So in the midst of all of the confusion happening, and I realized that maybe this is not for me, I became so proactive. I became incredibly proactive because I was so afraid that I was going to fail. I had a very big head as a kid, like physically, <laughs> and physically and theoretically, I had a very big head. So I always wanted to prove a point. Like if I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to make sure I succeed. So when I realized that I might not succeed here and I might flop, I became so pro proactive and I became so productive. However, I became productive in avenues, in different avenues in which I never thought existed in my DNA. So I had left my, then at the time I thought it was my passion. I had left my like passion job and I was, I was sitting at home for, I was sitting at home for at least four weeks, but like every day, the whole day, every day I was just pushing, I was pushing, I was pushing and I was marketing and I was applying and thankfully by the grace of God, I managed to get something and like it, it really did put everything into perspective for me. Like it really was an eye opener for me, you know, it made me realize that that's the motivation that I needed. I think it's almost as if it's almost like an adrenaline rush. It's almost like an adrenaline rush. You know, when you feel so close to death, that's when you feel most alive. I think it's, it's a similar, it's a similar, it's, it's a similar analogy because you know, when you, when you're so close to failing, that is when you feel most motivated. That's when you feel most motivated. That's when you feel like nothing can get in your way. So it's almost like it releases whatever endorphins need to be released in your body, in your brain. And it just motivates you to keep pushing and to work even harder. Right. But let's say, let's say you've done all that. Right? Let's say you've done all that. Let's say you've done all of the motivating and you've done all of the praying and you've grinded. You've done everything that you've needed to do. Now, all you can do is wait. In these moments when the outcome is truly out of your control, the worry is only going to create heat. Energy with direction is work. But energy without direction is heat which then comes out as worry and anxiety so you've got to ask yourself if the negative emotions you are feeling will compel you to take further action against a possible negative outcome you really have to you've got to sit down and you've got to ask yourself like right okay 
the negative emotions I'm feeling right now, are they going to are they going to command me to take action against that possible negative outcome? You have to temper your confidence. Tempering you with your confidence means you can be hopeful, but you don't want to be overconfident. The risk is when people are blindsided with confidence. Speak things into existence, yes. All the time. You have to speak things into existence. My tattoo on my left arm, and I got it on my left arm for a reason, because I feel as if, and this is something that I feel, I'm not saying like I went to medical school, but I feel as if like whatever is connected to your left arm is connected to your heart. So whatever you put on your left arm, that's like direct connection to heart. I think, right? I didn't do, <laughs> I didn't go to medical school. I don't know like the human anatomy, right? But I got it on my left arm, speak things into existence for a reason because I've, I hold it so dear and I hold it so close to my heart. Like it's an important one for me. It's a big one for me. So I always speak things into existence. However, I do temper my confidence. So I speak things into existence, but I don't plan my celebration prematurely. You don't want to be, you want to be confident, but you don't want to be overconfident because that is where that risk is involved. Because you are so blindsided with your confidence that when the disappointment hits, it becomes so overwhelming, incredibly overwhelming. Another thing that I do is I balance my worry with hope. So I, I used to be the type of person who thought that imagining a positive outcome will somehow cause the process or it will like it will almost it will almost cause the process to have a switch in the dimension or in the realm i don't know people who believe in like people who are very superstitious i wouldn't i don't know i wouldn't call myself superstitious but i know there's a terminology that they use um I don't know. Can I use the word curse? I don't know. Like I, I used to, I used to feel as if, if I, if, if I kept on imagining a good outcome, that would almost curse or jinx. I think jinx. Yeah, jinx is the word. Jinx is the word that we use a lot. So you know when you, when you, just pushing out positive outcomes and you're imagining positive outcomes. You feel as if you're going to jinx the process and you're going to curse the process. But reality is that's just rubbish. That's just trash. That is, that's just, I used to believe in that a lot in high school. though, because there was, there was a whole lot of cursing going around in high school and there was a whole lot of jinxing going around in high school as well. So I mean, yeah, I I did get to a level whereby, like, I couldn't I couldn't even I was just thinking of of bad thoughts. Honestly, I got to a level in my life whereby 
whatever I did, I wouldn't speak into existence. Like whatever I wanted, I wouldn't speak into existence because I would feel as if I'm not speaking it into existence. Like the moment I talk about it, the moment I talk about the success or the moment I imagine the success, it would just feel as if I'm jinxing the process. I feel as if I'm not the only one in that one. I like you feel as if you are cursing the process. So like you should just you should just believe that you're going to fail in order to not jinx the process. That's nonsense. That is nonsense. Thinking positive thoughts is perfectly fine. In fact, I encourage it 100% of the time. Thinking about what you would do. That sound Sorry. I, my accent <laughs> That sounded very <laughs> That sounded very uh British. That sounded very very British for a second there. I like to pronounce every single <laughs> every single syllable when I'm talking, but I think sometimes I get so lost in my own thoughts and I get so excited about what I'm saying, sometimes I just forget. But when I was saying that just that one sentence, I wasn't pronouncing the T's. I heard it. I heard it. I don't know if you guys heard it as well. I did not pronounce any of the T's. And it sounded so British. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, can I go back? I've, I've kind of lost my train of thought. Uh, okay. I'm thinking positive thoughts. I'm thinking positive thoughts. So thinking positive thoughts, right? So that's okay. That's perfectly fine. And thinking about what you would do if you reached your goal can really help. Hoping for the best, prepared for the worst, and not being surprised by anything in between. You always have to hope for the best, but be prepared for the worst. So like that's why, that's why there's a whole plan B situation. If plan A does not work, what is plan B? If plan B does not work, what is plan C? Being hopeful and planful can improve well-being and make us more resilient. And when the worst case scenario comes, which almost like 80% of the time, 80% of the time, the worst case scenario hits, so it always helps just to be prepared. Um, the, you know, the one, the one thing I forgot to add, right, when it comes to preparing for disappointment, you know, when I listed, when I listed, it just popped into my head now. I don't know why I did not add this in the beginning. But you know, when I listed things like varsity applications and, and job interviews, you know, when you're expecting like big news, or like when you're expecting something really exciting to happen. I forgot to add, like when it comes to talking to your crush, I feel like that's a, that's a big thing. Talking to your crush, that's even, that's even bigger. That is even bigger than a job interview. That, like, let's just set the record straight. If you say hello to your crush and she says hello back, or he says hello back, you are, like, you should be part of the NASA team. Like, every day you, you're discovering something new, 
right? <laughs> Every day you're discovering something new that could blow the whole world away. If you manage to say hello to your crush and he or she says hi back, like you need to get a job at NASA. Like you need to be applying at NASA because like you you are somehow finding things out in this universe that 90% of the population will never be able to find out. Like whatever secret recipe you have, <laughs> right? But like that's a big step. That's a big step. So like I know maybe some people will get left on read when it comes to their crush. Like and they end up having conversations with themselves. How many how many of us how many of us has, have done that in the past? Like you end up having you end up having conversations with yourself because like your crush is just not interested and like he or she is leaving you on read. So like that's that that's the one I don't know why I didn't add that as part of the list, but it's part of it. Like that preparing for disappointment for that, bro, because like you have a crush for six years, bro, and then like one day you decide to step up and say hi, and then it's like you're saying hello to a brick wall. And the thing is, to make matters worse, like if it's delivered, it's better. But then the moment it says seen, that's like the brick wall hitting you back. <laughs> oh. I watch too many movies and I think I spend too much time on Twitter because this is like this this is <laughs> these, these are the things that I'm seeing like on the daily on the daily okay like a movie a movie I know it's pretty far-fetched but like these are the things I'm seeing on Twitter and like some of the things that people do on Twitter is like wild it's like what do you what do you I know Twitter is a whole different society alone right it's a whole different society alone so like some of the things that i've seen there are wild and like some of the things that i that i've seen there on twitter they like make me question my own existence it's crazy but like i will never delete the app that's the wild thing twitter is the wildest social media platform you'll ever come across but you'll never be able to delete it it's crazy anyways Anyways, um, back to preparing for disappointment. So yeah, that's just another thing that I wanted to. That's just like another part that I wanted to add. Um, it's part of the list talking to your crush, and then your crush just doesn't say hello back. That's like that's disappointment on another level, bro. That's like now I'm gonna go get sixteen cats and thirty-two dogs because I said hello to my crush and she just didn't say hello back. So that's the way I prepare for disappointment. Like, I know that, like, I will say hello to my crush, but, like, immediately afterwards, I say hello to, like, every other SPCA agency that's in the area just so they know that, like, they must prepare for my arrival. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, sometimes I, I reframe the anticipated pain. What do I mean by that? So... Wanting something really badly means that you care. And it's a good thing. Remember that the goal in life isn't to avoid all negative feelings. Because if you did that, you'd really put yourself out there 
and try reach your goals. So you might think of the pain as a good thing and allow yourself to grieve if things don't go your way. You also have to keep it in perspective. If you don't get the outcome you want, all of the effort you put in this time is setting yourself up for next time. If you constantly go after things, you set yourself up for success down the line. Lastly, find a way to distract yourself. It may be easier said than done, I know. Especially when you're sitting and doing nothing. Some of the best tactics include watching a movie, cooking. I love cooking. I can cook the whole day. Like, I don't even have to eat the food. I just want to cook. A, well, let me not lie on a, pub, on a public platform. Um, I can cook and I can eat the whole day. <laughs> Right, I can cook and eat the whole day. Literally, all I ask for is a good playlist. A playlist. All I ask for is a good playlist and some space. Do not crowd my space in the kitchen, I beg. When I'm in the kitchen and I've got good music, you are more than welcome to stand with me in the kitchen while I'm cooking. But please, do you see the two cents jar? If you've got two cents, put it in the jar. Don't now you want to come and you want to add your two cents spice into my chicken curry, into my mutton curry. The way I make food is the way that I, like it's, it's a form of, if I'm cooking for myself, it's self-love. If I'm cooking for others, it's the, it's the way I express my love for others. So now if someone is going to come and tamper with my cooking, it's, it's just, it doesn't feel the same. I need it to be 100% for me. So you can stand with me in the kitchen. Just don't come tell me that now I need to add these spices and this sauce. Uh, no. But anyways, that's the way I distract myself. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm big on cooking. Watching movies. The only reason why I added watching movies to the list is because lately I've been so busy with work and running my businesses that yeah watching you know watching a movie actually does help eh? it actually does help like it just it gets your mind off everything it really does get your mind off everything um i haven't seen my friends in a minute i haven't seen my friends in a minute and because now recently i've moved so far away from my hometown all of my friends are back in my hometown and i haven't seen them in a while i haven't seen them in a while so you know, it, it just helps to just, you know, you know, you just get your mind of everything. And, um, yeah, a movie, a two-hour movie really does help. An hour and a half. And it almost it almost kind of motivates you. Like, I think it also depends on what movie you watch. But it also kind of gives you that motivation also. Usually, I just tell myself that, yeah, okay, well, after this movie, we're going to work. That's the timeline that I've created for myself. After this movie, we're going to work. After this episode, we're going to work. Exercising is still something that I'm trying to get into. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, and I'm living in a, I'm living in a gated community. 
So like if I go, I can go running at the right time and there's like, there's going to be no traffic at all. So like, I don't even have to be worried about getting run over, but I, it's something that I'm still trying to get into, but obviously like, I don't want to go exercise and then come home and eat like six meals. It's not going to make sense. So yeah, I think it's, it's confusing. (laughs) It's confusing for me. It's confusing. But I find it very important that you've got to distract yourself. But if the distraction no longer works, then you have to remind yourself that the only reason why you're worried is because you care. The only reason why you are worried is because you care and it's perfectly fine to be hopeful laugh every day read often eat healthy i'm sending love and light your way bye bye